Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Oshimaita and the Fan on this Victory Monday. That's right, Victory Monday. I'm not actually, I'm not even joking this time. Oh my lord, how'd that happen? Oh, oh, do you want to know how that happened? Well, ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and listen to Nathan Segura. Nathan Zagura here at a relieved and joyous First Energy Stadium where the Browns have defeated the Baltimore Ravens 24-22 to in a game they absolutely had to have. They are now at 7-6 and, and very much in the thick of things here in the AFC North. So how did we get here on this day? Well, once again, the Browns defense turned in a dominant performance against these Ravens. But the offense, especially in the first half, they brought it as well. The Browns would open the scoring with a 43-yard field goal from Chase McLaughlin in the first quarter, take a 3-0 lead. It was a drive that saw Jarvis Landry draw a 30-yard pass interference penalty to get the Browns into scoring position. McLaughlin makes it 3-0. Now the Browns defense would force 3-and-out after 3-and-out after 3-and-out after 3-and-out. That's all they really did in the first half. But on the second 3-and-out of the game, this is where Lamar Jackson would get hurt on third down. He would not return. The Browns would be up 10-0 at this point. It was Baker with a big pass to Donovan Peoples-Jones. And then the touchdown to Jarvis Landry, nine yards, where he beat the corner to the pylon, and it made it 10-0. The very next possession is where Lamar gets hurt. On third down, he goes down. It's an ankle. Doesn't come back. The Browns would take the ball back after another three and out from the defense. They go 10 plays, 77 yards, capped off by Baker Mayfield to Austin Hooper, the lone tight end here today, getting the touchdown. The Browns would be up 17-0, no Lamar Jackson, and you felt like maybe the route was on. Now the Ravens would get a three and out again. The defense was just everywhere in this one for the Browns. But when the Browns got it back, Baker Mayfield would throw an interception. He and Jarvis Landry not on the same page. But the defense wouldn't let the Ravens move the football. Justin Tucker would make a 50-yard field goal, though, and it was 17-3. to But still, you felt very good about everything. After a couple of punts back and forth, the Ravens had the ball deep in their own territory. A great punt by Dustin Colquitt down to the nine, setting it up. 
and Miles Garrett doing Miles Garrett things. Comes around the edge, sack strip fumble on Tyler Huntley, who had to come in and play quarterback for the Ravens. He would pick it up himself. He would run it into the end zone himself for the touchdown, and it was 24-3. First Energy Stadium was rocking. They were chanting, Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett. Everybody was feeling good. Now the Ravens at the end of the first half would get a nice drive, Tucker field goal, 24-6 at the half. But you felt so good about it at that point. The offense was moving. Baker Mayfield was incredibly sharp in the first half other than the interception. A couple of touchdown passes. Just moving the offense. Long drives. It looked good. It felt good. But in the second half, things would start to get tense. The Ravens defense, well, they would turn it up. The Browns really were not able to move the ball for a while. Their only possession into Ravens territory. Chase McLaughlin would miss a field goal off of the right upright. And the Ravens would not go quietly. They got another field goal from Tucker. It would be 24-9. And then they would get a touchdown on a drive that saw them convert on 4th and 11. While down 15, Huntley found an uncovered Mark Andrews. They would cap that one off with a touchdown. Now on the two-point conversion, they would go for it. Grant Delpit would intercept that pass. So the Browns would still be up 9. It would be 24-15. to now the Browns would go three and out on offense again. The Ravens would move the ball down the field. They would score another touchdown. Mark Andrews hauling in the touchdown this time for them. And all of a sudden, it was 24-22 to 22 with less than two minutes to go and the Ravens having two timeouts. They decide to try an onside kick. The ball glances off the shoulder of Andy Janovich, recovered by the Ravens, and it got tense here at First Energy Stadium. But perhaps the biggest play of the year comes on second down when Genevieve Clowney came around the edge, the kind of play that he was brought here to make. He sacked Huntley for a 10-yard loss, making it third and 20. They would get to fourth and six, and on fourth and six, they threw a little slant. Denzel Ward, he's played so well down the stretch for the Browns this year. The Walter Payton Man of the Year with the tackle of the year, keeping the Ravens short of the first down. Victory formation, size of relief, and jubilation city with the Browns getting the much-needed win there, 24-22. to 22. Again, still things to work on, but boy, it's great to get to work on them coming out of the win. The Browns need a little bit more offense in the second half. They would not score the ball, but the defense, when you needed big plays, they came up with them time and time again. Tack McKinley with the force fumble. He had a great game, was around the quarterback the whole time. The Miles Garrett, the first sack strip fumble of the year for the Browns, and he takes it to the house, and then, of course, yet. Have... All right, I've heard enough of Nathan. Um, he made some points that I agree with. He made some points I disagree with. I'm very glad to see that Denzel Ward, the man that I love to hate, is finally playing football four years into his contract. <laughs> Just in time for him to sign a new contract. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. All right. There were some good points to this game. There, yeah, there were quite a few. There were some bad points to this game. There was quite a few. The Cleveland Browns. Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett deserve $100,000 bonus for the game that they played today. Yeah. Uh, Denzel Ward 
Lord knows I hate to say this, but he deserves a $100,000 bonus himself for what he did today. He was probably the third best defensive player we had out there today. Yeah, I mean, I thought the defense played well overall. I mean, they let little, little things get away in the second half, but, you know, the offense couldn't put any points on the board in the second half, so now they have all the pressure on them. Well, maybe maybe Kevin Stefanski and Joe Woods got the, the letter that we wrote them, and they they worked on, on that. All because of us here at the Cleveland sure. Sports Fan. Yep. I'm sure that it was all us. I thoroughly believe it was all us. Uh, what did you think of Baker today? I mean, first half he looked great, and I don't. I just. I, I don't know what happens to the Browns when they get a big lead at halftime. I. I, I don't know what happens to their offense. It's like, it's like Marty Schottenheimer is calling the prevent offense in the second half. Kevin Mack and David Modell aren't here, so we know that they're not snorting cocaine in the background. Right. I just, it, it, this is like the fourth or fifth game this year that they've had a big lead at halftime, and they've won. They've won a few of them, but they've lost a few of them. It's just like the offense doesn't know what to do. Uh, do we keep? Do we keep on scoring? It becomes a game. I, okay. You can go back through almost every game that we've played this year. And in the second half of the game, you notice that the three and outs start to really add up. Uh, ball possession is, is totally ass backwards from the first half. It totally is. I, I don't I, know what to do. I, I don't understand it either. I just, you know, I, I didn't lose interest in this game. But when Lamar Jackson went down, I kind of thought to myself, you know, that this could have been this could have been the game that Baker says, hey, you know what? I can beat a better team. But now it's just like, oh, well, we barely beat a backup quarterback. Uh. <laughs> Um, all right. So I mean, a win's a win. They had to, it, I, if they lose today, I, I say season over. Well, I, I think I, I know I said that last week. I, I, I know that I said if they lose to the Ravens this week, put Baker in the hospital, let him heal, get him ready for next year. Yeah. Uh, Baker, the way that he is right now at this second, he will not take us to the Super Bowl this year. No, he's too up and down. I mean, I would rather him get healthy and get prepared for a tough year next year. I'm beginning to worry now because we're we're heading into the fourth and fifth years. Well, next year will be the fifth year, right? For all these people, we have not solidified Denzel Ward. 
nor do I really want to, but he's starting to prove himself to be a good player. He's always been a good player. He just can't stand the damn field. Is he number four in the draft? Hell no. I don't know of a cornerback who is. All right, so uh, in the second half, was it the offense or the defense that was, was? Well, the defense was on the field the entire second half. The Browns only got past the 50-yard line once. Okay. The defense was on the field the entire second half. I mean, you're going to get tired out. Plus, you're you're kind of playing that coverage where you're going to give them the seven to eight yard over the middle crap to keep the clock moving kind of stuff. Right. So, but you know, I mean, when it, when it got down to twenty four to fifteen, I think it was, the Browns just got to put the game away right there. Get a couple of first downs. That's all you needed. All right. Let's uh. Let's have a little discussion here. Uh, twenty-two for thirty-two, one hundred ninety yards, two touchdowns, one interception. What would you rate Baker's play? That's about a that's about a normal Baker game. Okay, I mean they didn't. I don't know what the running stats were, but I it wasn't a ton. They might have been close to a hundred for the game between. I know Hunt didn't come back, but Johnson had a couple of decent runs, and I know Chubb had fifty plus yards. But Chubb I mean, had uh, seventeen carries for fifty nine yards. Johnson had four carries for twenty two. Uh, Baker, Baker Mayfield had six carries for fourteen. And Kareem Hunt, two carries for five. Well, he got hurt. I think they said it was his ankle, but it looked like it looked like he got his his uh, calf run yeah, into it, by somebody's knee. Yeah, it, it didn't look like his ankle got rolled or anything. So i i think it I think it was more along the lines of uh, of oh, a, he got it's going to be a leg. contusion, is what it's going to be. Yeah, I, he got absolutely drilled in the leg. Al Michaels is looking old. Yes. Um, what do you think of the receivers today? Donovan Peoples-Jones has. I think, I think we got them involved again. I, I don't know what's going on with Rashard Higgins. Last week he wasn't even active, or two weeks ago he wasn't even active. I don't even think he was targeted today. He wasn't. But. You know, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Jarvis Landry. I think I think those were the only two receivers that were actually targeted. Well, I mean, you you but, think about it. You think about it. Donovan Donovan Peoples-Jones, Landry, Hooper. Those oh, yeah. really those really are our top three receivers. Yeah. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones is seriously starting to look like Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. I, I'm so impressed with the way this guy is playing. I, I think finally 
The Browns listened. If you throw the ball on a one-on-one matchup downfield, eight times out of ten, you're going to get a flag. Uh, yes. I mean, you just know it's coming. Oh, crap, yeah. That was something that, that I wanted to bring up with you. Uh, because you and I have talked about this like 50 times now. Anymore, all you have to do is throw the ball 40 yards and you're yeah. going to get... I mean, it's a 50-50 chance, but hey, I, more I like those odds. You don't even have to catch a ball anymore. I mean, the one he did catch, the other one he didn't catch, actually Landry, I think. They, they called one uh, against Landry. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's I'm just trying to bring up the uh, penalties for the game. I don't think Cleveland had a lot at all. I mean, the false starts have gone way down. Although Miles Garrett did. Miles Garrett did what? Hello? I'm here. Oh, I lost you for a second. I know, my phone rang. Well, who the hell's calling you? My sister. I declined it. Oh, it's she just, my mom wants to talk to me. That's all it is. Uh, 10 penalties for 125 yards. For the Browns? No, that was for the Ravens. Okay. Uh, Browns, four penalties. For 42 yards. It's better than it's been. Fumbles. Two fumbles. Two losses. For Baltimore. For us, two fumbles. No losses. What about INTs? Where were we for INTs today? Baker threw one. Baker threw one for a 21-yard return. That was it. So stats, stat-wise, this game was really kind of a... How would you say it? Um, Land? It was tame. It was very tame. But... I mean, it wasn't very... All honestly... It wasn't a very exciting game until the last five minutes. Well, I don't. I, I was thoroughly excited in the first half when we were up twenty-four. Well, yeah, but as far as the actual game went, I mean, there was nothing really fancy that stood out. Um. Oh God. Yeah, I, it was. It was an interesting game. Let me see. Was Higgins? Okay, Higgins isn't even listed on the offense for today. Well, he was on the sidelines. I don't know if he got the game or not. Uh, Richard Higgins was Richard Higgins was um listed as a substitute. So he was there. I don't know if he actually played at all. 
um, we had we had some people not active today. Schwartz, Newsom, Harrison, LeCount, Bryant, and I can't even read that. Tagio? I can't read it. Oh, the guy from Ohio State. He's a rookie. I do not have my glasses on, so I can't see. Tommy Togiai. That's it. Um, They don't have... uh, Timer's going off. They don't... What? Timer's going off. Timer's going off! They don't have the punter listed. Because our punter was in COVID protocols. Right. Um, Of which we got an okay substitution for him. I don't know. His first punt was only 30 yards. Um, all in all, it was a it was an interesting game. Uh, I, I think uh, I think we need to uh, take a listen to my little friend here. Um, wow, they even posted the victory speech today. Okay, hard-fought win. Uh, tough in December. That's what, what it's like. I thought guys stepped up, you know, on, on really all three sides of the ball with guys that were unavailable due to injury or otherwise. Guys stepped up and uh, did a nice job. Uh, you know, it goes down there to an onside kick. They get the ball. Uh, you know, it's it's those are nail-biter situations. I don't think we wanted to be in that situation. But listen, that's, that's the NFL, and that's certainly... December football versus a good football team, well-coached football team. So proud of the guys uh, in, in going. You know what? Every time I look at him, I kind of think that he needs to be on an episode of, like, Magnum P.I. He's just got that perfect look. Want to know today. I know Kristen likes him. <laughs> you know, plus one in the turnover margin, yeah, yeah. and then mild. The heck was that? Did you hear that? Uh-uh. Getting the, the sack, the fumble, fumble recovery, the touchdown was obviously incredible. A great effort by him. Defensively, I believe they were one for 12 on third down. Uh, that last series, they were getting the sack on third down, getting the big stop on fourth down by Denzel. Offensively, uh, efficient at times, you know, we stubbed our toe there in a couple second half drives, going three down a couple times, but six for 13 on third, two for two in the red zone, and that's the number one red zone team out there. And then just I think special teams played some uh, good complimentary ball. Uh, I thought our kickoff unit uh, was excellent. We, we got him inside the 20 and punt, and then JoJo Natson making a really veteran heads up play there on that uh, kickoff return. But ultimately, you know, did what we set out to do, which is come in here and get a win versus a, a good team in our division. And then uh, we'll set our sights on next week, tomorrow. 
with that, I'll take any questions. Kevin, that last play by Denzel, is that a play that you just expect your number one corner to take? Yeah, uh, and, and I think, it, Dan, I think it was a great play by Denzel, but I think it's uh, indicative of when everybody does their job. You know, coaches, we put those guys in position, and then you mm-hmm. have to do their job. Uh, one guy may blitz a certain gap, and, and he doesn't make the play, but he opens up the play for somebody else, and then the ball has to come out, and Denzel's right there to make a play. Kevin, who informs your sideline that Lamar's not coming back? Uh, I think it goes from the PR staff, uh, this crack PR staff, to uh, our coaches in the booth and then get it down to us. Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward. I don't know if he's sold on Denzel. Yeah. He didn't seem like he was, like, totally enamored with what happened today. Well, that's what happens when your team's working on all cylinders. Before that happened, do you have any flashbacks to last year's game? I don't remember last year, Tony. I have a bad memory. (laughs) Everybody loves Tony Grossi, man. He asked some of the best questions. Kevin, did you take the ball because of the wind? And then also with that in mind, did you have an idea of kind of what Tucker's range might be going that direction? We did, uh, Tony, this one's for you. We did take the ball so we would have the wind. And, you know, with Tucker, he's a great, great, great kicker. So, uh, you know, even with that advantage in the fourth quarter, he's, he's somebody that, you know, is just, you're, you're never... Uh, feeling good when he's attempting a field goal. He was trying to block. I didn't see it, uh, Nate, but you know, I think it stole, took a funky bounce and hit him. He, he was not trying to recover. All right. Seems like a normal uh, Kevin Stefanski press conference. Uh, luckily, we didn't get to hear. Played a good game. Got beat by a better team. <laughs> uh, all in all, it was kind of a boring game, but it was exciting to see Cleveland win. Now, where does Cleveland go from that, from here? As far as what their schedule? Uh. Well, um. I guess we should kind of look at their schedule. I mean, they got the Raiders on Saturday. Then they got Green Bay on Christmas, and then I believe Cincinnati and then Pittsburgh. All right. Yes, we have the Raiders. At First Energy Stadium, we have the Green Bay Packers. We have Pittsburgh. We have the Bengals. Time is going off.
What time do we start this? I don't know. Like a half an hour ago, right? About, yeah, that sounds about right. Heard the timer go off like three times then? Four? I think four. Las Vegas Raiders, do we beat them? We should. They're playing terrible right now. Green Bay Packers, do we beat them? No. The Squealers. Yes. They're fading fast. The Bengals. Yeah, I don't, see, I think that's going to be, I think it's going to come down to that game. That It may come down to that game for the division, depending on what's going on with Lamar Jackson now. Well, I do believe, I, I think the Packers and the Bengals, the, well, the Packers are going to be a loss. I don't know about the Bengals. Because you don't know which team you're going to get. I, I can't make a decision on that because you're right. We never know what team is going to show up. But I, I also have that same feeling uh, about the Raiders. Yeah, but the they've, Raiders, been trending, they've been trending down for a while now. Yeah, but at some point in time, you've got to bounce back up. Well, this would be the perfect time to do it. Again, they're... They're in a worse situation than the Browns are now. I mean, they're they pretty much have to win out to have any shot at the playoffs. playoffs? They're not winning the division because Kansas City's going to run away with that. Playoffs? I mean, Denver's playing better football than 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 the Raiders are right now. Okay, 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 Sherry. Oh, you're probably not going to be able to see this because you're doing this on a phone, aren't you? So let's see here. Las Vegas Raiders are in last place for the AFC West. Never thought I was going to see that. Cleveland Browns are now one behind Baltimore. And Cincinnati. Oh, actually, no. We're tied with Cincinnati. All right. Let me bring up the playoff picture. In the AFC. Shit, you could have a losing record in the NFC right now and be in the playoffs. We are number one on the bubble. Correct. And it's probably because of only tiebreakers. But those matter. So. What makes me nervous about this is the Bengals are right there. <clears throat> yeah, but you know what? When we when we look at the Brown schedule and say, okay, well, you know, are they going to beat the Raiders? They'll probably lose to the Packers. But what about Cincinnati and Baltimore? I don't even care about Pittsburgh. What about Cincinnati and Baltimore's last four games? What did they have? Because Baltimore is playing the worst football they've played in three years, with or without Lamar Jackson. I mean, he did not look good to start that game, dude. 
No, I think Lamar's done for the year. I was very surprised he did not come back. Um, that tells me that they something they saw something on an X ray. I, I don't. I don't think he's coming back. Um, they're they're too far. Well, <laughs> I mean, they they've still got a chance. They're still number four. Yeah, but I I don't know. I, it was just weird that he didn't come back in the game. You know, I was surprised. I, I honestly was totally surprised. I figured halftime he'd be right back in. Chargers are on a down. Well, well the Chargers have won two in a row. Right now it says Chargers have no change. So they've just held where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Colts are up. Does that surprise you? Yeah, no. Their defense carries them a lot. And like the Browns, they have a very good offensive line. And that running back they have is a total nightmare. Uh, Titans. Okay, let's go over to the NFC because the AFC. I mean, the Colts, you could kind of say like the Browns, like the Colts win a lot of games, not because of Carson Wentz. Like the Browns win a bunch of games, not because of Baker Mayfield. Dude, look at that. This this has got to be the weirdest season of football I think I've ever remembered. So crazy. many teams are tied with each other. I know. It's absolutely nuts. I mean, you, you've got the 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, all with a 7-6 and six record. It's crazy. Uh, over in the NFC, our uh, Arizona Cardinals. Ten and two. They have the Rams tonight. That'll be an enjoyment. I'm glad. It's going to be a good Monday night game, which a lot of the Monday night games have been pretty good lately, believe it or not. Um. Wow, the Rams versus the Cardinals. That's going to be a good game. Uh, where are they playing? Are they playing? I couldn't tell you. Well, I guess I should look at thy schedule. And there we go. Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, Sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www. 
redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcast, Prime Podcast, Google Podcast. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan on Tuesdays, Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show, Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner, and on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland dash sport dash fan. At Arizona. It's going to be a good game. But Kyler Murray's going to pull that away. So the Rams are going to 8 and 5. I don't know, man. Like I said, this year is very, very, very odd. I think this yeah, is the. You know what? Everything that the NFL was was trying to do with free agency and all that stuff and the salary cap, I think it's finally coming to fruition where almost all the teams are exactly the same as far as how tough they are. Apparently, I'm going to have a cat sit in front of me now. Well, with the sa- I mean, you have to spend a certain amount of money in the NFL, so it comes down to your front office and, and your coaching. I mean, the Browns had a bad front office for years, and they spent a ton of money. Yes. Do we put Dorsey in that? Um, I, he really, I don't know. He wasn't here long enough. I mean, they were getting better. You know, they were at the, the absolute bottom. I mean, you couldn't be any more bottom than the Browns when he got here. So any improvements that they made under him is good. Who was but here he, right before? He wasn't afraid to go out and spend money. Who was the GM before... Dorsey. Oh, Sashi Brown. And then who was before that? I don't remember. When was Holmgren here? Oh, that was a while ago. Man, I just always remember how bad life was when he was here. (laughs) Uh... I, I just I I remember how he was asked to to coach the team and he flat out said, Yeah, no. 
but I still want my paycheck to be that big. Anyways. So are we going to make it to the playoffs? Playoffs? I mean, I don't know. There's hope. There's at least hope after today. After Sunday, there's at least hope. You know, in every pothole, there's hope. Yeah. Just take away a few letters and you have hope. You rearrange them and you have hope. Did you watch any other games today? Um, I did watch. Or were you too busy taking care of your kids' kids? Yeah, that too. I did watch most of the Cincinnati-San Francisco game. You know, which apparently game. Cincinnati does not know how to return punts for some reason. Because I think they fumbled like three or four of them. Uh, I did not watch that game. I watched the Dallas Cowboys game. No, I, I, I wasn't able to watch that. Because... I, I see they almost gave it away. Here in North Texas, that's all you get to see. That's your one o'clock game. And I will honestly say, Dak Prescott needs to get his crap together. Because he almost let that game get away. They're the worst eight and four team in the NFL. I'm sorry. Uh, if you if you look at their schedule, truthfully, outside of New England, when New England before they got good, God, they've lost to everybody that's, you know, they've beaten up on a, a sorry ass division that they're in. I don't care what anybody says. Philadelphia, Washington, the Giants, they all stink. Yeah. You beat um, up on them all year, but you lose to Tampa Bay. You know, you lose to, uh, I believe they lost to the Rams. They lose to the Chargers, I think. And it's like, anytime they play a contending team, they can't win. And we say the same thing about the Browns, too. All right. Um Man, I thought the Carolina Panthers were going to get better. Yeah, I, I did too, but man, I, I guess Cam Newton is done. Um, so, there's only eight teams in the league with less than six wins. Yep. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams with more than eight wins. That means that almost almost half of the league is fighting for two spots. Basically. 
holy crap, this is gonna well, get exciting. If, if, you're in the, if you're in the NFC, if you're five and eight right now, you still got a shot. Depends on the division that you're in. I'm talking about the wild card. Yes, almost every team besides the, the Lions. Detroit Lions are technically alive for the wild card. Are technically alive for the wild card. As a matter of fact, I can tell you the teams that have been eliminated because the NFL mm-hmm. just put out a press release telling us. Mm-hmm. Oh, your phone's buzzing. It's probably your sister. Uh, so the teams that have been eliminated are number one, the Detroit Lions. Number two, the Houston Texans. Number three, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And number four, do you have a guess at number four? The New York Jets. You got it. Holy crap, the Giants are still in the hunt for this. The Giants, with a 4-9 and nine record, <laughs> are on the bubble. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous because they're not good enough to pass all those other teams, but it's just the fact that it's so it's clear how top heavy the NFC is and how balanced the AFC is. Well, it it just it amazes me that that the Washington Football Club or team or whatever the the Deadskins the Deadskins are in right now. I know with a record of six and seven. I understand that the Vikings. The Eagles, the Falcons, the Saints are all tied with them. Oh my gosh, this is going to be... Yeah. This is going to be a very, very interesting year. uh, In the NFC. I personally... Well, I... (laughs) I said in the beginning of the year that the Cleveland Browns were going to go to the Super Bowl. I have taken that prediction away, but we are in we're we're in good shape to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Do you think Case Keenum can take them to a Super Bowl? No. Do you think Baker Mayfield can? I'm not sure, but he's got a better chance than Case Keenum. The Vikings are on the bubble. They're number one on the bubble. Kirk Cousins have it. I think he could. If they could they could they could put a, a run together. I mean, when they lose, they don't lose. They lose at the last minute. Right. Yeah, they're they're kind of like the Cleveland Browns where they they 
kind of fall apart in the fourth. Uh, I guess fall apart's the wrong word for that. But they they definitely don't uh, they don't exude <laughs> positive vibes. I guess is the word that I'm trying to say. Uh, they had a they had a win this week against Pittsburgh. I don't know what's going to happen with Pittsburgh, dude. Uh, do you think Big Ben is? Well, we know that this is his last year. Yes. But do you think he's done? Yes. I'm not saying he can't put a good game together here and there, but for the most part, yeah. I, I he, he If he can't get the ball out of his hands in less than three seconds, he's either going to throw an interception or he's going to get sacked. Because their offensive line is awful. They still can't run the football most of the time. Uh, I, I, I don't think Pittsburgh... I, I, I don't even think Pittsburgh can beat Cleveland. I, at this point of the season, I don't either. Uh, I, I, okay, did, did you watch that game? What game? The, the Pittsburgh Vikings game. Yes. Okay. I don't know if you noticed this. Scott notices everything. Scott notices everything. Ah, let me sit up because I, I kind of get excited about this. About, I think it was the third quarter. Big Ben had been sacked like the third time. And he was coming off of the field and he was going off on Tomlin. I mean, just yelling at Tomlin. I didn't, I, I, I didn't catch that. Uh, well, he did it twice. And when they showed the replay of it the one time, you could tell that the word fuck was coming out. Or fucking. <laughs> you can generally tell when somebody says. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I think things are deteriorating in Pittsburgh. I think the the friendship between. Tomlin and and him. I just I think that this whole situation is done. I I think that I'm gonna make a prediction here, and and somebody's gonna. I mean, I might be right. I might be wrong. But after the fight between him and Tomlin, I would not be surprised if you do not see Ben play next week. Well, I think he'll play, but I, I think the hook is getting, I think Tomlin, I don't think Tomlin will just let him stay in there to finish his career. He's still going to put the, the guy he thinks is best to win. And if that's Ben, then that's Ben. But if he keeps struggling, 
And I know people are going to go, well, look what he did in the fourth quarter last week. Well, yeah, well, when you're down that that much, the defenses are going to let you have certain things. Yeah. So I got to get up for one second. Well, why don't we take a little break here? Because I have to go to the restroom. All right, that's fine. Screw them. We're doing a show. All right. So, all right. I'm exhausted with football. Anything else happening in your life? Nope. Well, there's been a lot that happened in the world of motorsports this weekend. Oh, boy. That's right, the world of motorsports. The Formula One champion was crowned. Today, this morning, I woke up six in the morning to watch it. Yes. So Italian dude? No. He's Austrian. Same thing. Dutch. Yeah, he's Dutch. That's it. Is Dutch is Dutch uh, Austrian? I don't remember. No, it's not. Where would they be? Wait, we're Austrians. <laughs> really, really, really sad. I I gotta grab my book because I actually took notes today. Uh, Austrian. Are from Austria, right? Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if he is. I'm pretty sure he's Austrian. I can't remember. Uh, Max. Uh, here we go. Born in Belgium. So, yeah, he was born in Belgium on September 30th, 1997. He is 24 years old. This is the first time that he has won the world championship. He beat Lewis Hamilton for the world championship on the last lap. Was losing to Lewis the entire race they were tied going into this race the race was at Abu Dhabi Abu Dhabi uh, Abu yes, Dhabi that's where it was the United uh, Arab Emirates no uh, Abu Dhabi is it, it's Yas Marina and Abu Dhabi Abu Dhabi Abu Dhabi Abu Dhabi uh yeah, Max Verstappen, my driver, won. Congratulations. Congratulations on that. Huh? Congratulations on that. Yes. I was, you see, my old driver was Lewis Hamilton. And I love Lewis Hamilton, 
but he became too political. I'm done with the political stuff. I want to root for somebody who's who's not telling me how I should feel. I, when I go to watch sports, I go to watch sports. I, I, I could care less about the political activism crap. Max Verstappen, he, he's kind of a putz nugget like I am. And I like that in a person. Uh, he honestly... In the first lap of the race, I, I can honestly say that, that the stewards almost made it impossible for Max to win this race. Luckily, a yellow flag came out. It bunched everyone back together, and Max had a chance to win it, and he went and did it. Um, very, very proud of this kid. Uh, uh what, 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 uh, oh! In more motorsports news, Al Unser Jr. died on Saturday. Oh. Uh, I think he was like 80, 80 years old. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, watched him when I was a kid. Raced indie cars, raced kart. Uh, he was he was he was pretty awesome, dude. Uh, condolences go out to his family. In UFC news, uh, this is all stuff that that Oshimaita just could give two craps about. He actually, and I actually watched like the last round of one of those fights the other night was it the girls were watching it um juliana pena who won the first tough competition that was all women uh and for anyone that that doesn't know what what the tough competitions are it is the ultimate fighter champion or ultimate fighter uh what is that called reality show uh dana white takes 32 fighters puts them together uh different fighters fight every week and it's eliminations lo and behold juliana pena won her tough season she became the champion, but then she kind of retired to to start a family. Uh, when she retired, Amanda Nunez came in, and Amanda Nunez, for probably the past five years, has beat every person she's ever gone up against. You do realize none of these names even ring a bell for me. I know, but the listeners know. Okay. Um, it was one of the best fights I think I've ever watched. Uh, Pena got the win by rear naked choke in the second second round. It was fabulous. It was fabulous. Dana White said in his post uh, post show interview that 
they're gonna have to run it back which excites the heck out of me these two women were they they're just warriors um it was one of the best fights I think I've ever seen in my life. All right. With that, that's that's the last of the news that I have, bro. You have nothing. I have nothing. Cavs are playing excellent. No basketball? No what? I just said the Cavs are playing excellent basketball. What's Duke doing? They're fine. They have one loss. They're like ranked third. Is LeBron James the best basketball player ever? No. He's third. <laughs> Wait, what do you what are you doing tomorrow? I am doing the same thing I did today. Besides oh, outside, of, outside of watching football. Oh, you're babysitting. Yes. All day. Pretty much. Kids go to sleep when? Uh, the, the only ones here until Wednesday afternoon. She okay, goes to bed. What are you doing tomorrow? She goes to bed between like 7 and 8. It depends on what time she gets up from her nap. I don't know. Maybe I'll take a nap. No, I, I, I think you're going to be on the Cleveland sports fan. No, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I think you're going. I, I'm, usually out, I'm, I'm usually out trying to make make some uh, side action when you guys are all doing your show and the kids are in bed. Yeah, but you can't do that this time. Why not? Well, because I said so. And that's going to make me just do it. Basically. We'll see. Yeah, you're going to do it. Because I think, I think one of the topics tomorrow is going to be who are the top five basketball players ever. All right. We'll see. Playing now or in the past? It might come down with COVID between now and then, so you never know. Well, I mean, that's your kid's excuse every time, but it's not going to be yours. Is there anything else that excites you? Not currently. Because you've been boring as hell tonight. I know. I watched a boring football game. There was really nothing to get excited about. You were boring as hell two weeks ago. You skipped out last week. I didn't skip out. I had an obligation that was more important. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, shit. You already sound like you have the COVID. Uh, remember. Remember, everyone. We have a football game tonight. I don't know who's playing because I didn't look. The Rams and the and, and the Cardinals. Oh, that's it. <laughs> look, look at that. I'm only like halfway into to my first beer, but I haven't drank in like two weeks. I was on antibiotics all last week. 
suck. 